Hello and welcome to Two Guys One Cup, the show where we review, rate and rank anything that emerges from our cup. I'm Dan and with me as always is Joe, who will kick things off for us. Okay, so we are going back to reviewing things and today we are going to review the films of a little set actor called Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yep, born yep. on the uh, 30th of July, I think that's 1947, in uh, Austria. And uh, it's mm. his film, so we're not going to be going too into his politics or what other things he's done outside of the uh, mm. acting world, although we may occasionally delve in. But it's going to be mainly uh, mainly film-based stuff. So if you want to kick us off with that. Yeah, I mean, I was... I was surprised as anyone that the cup threw this out mm. this week, actually. Um, I wasn't expecting it, but we are where we are. Um, probably the, one of the biggest film stars of all time. Is that yeah, he's got it in terms of financially, he's got to be. In fact, I've got it here that his films have made collectively, I think it's over $4 billion. <sighs> it's not bad. It's a lot of dough. But is there is there a bigger sort of... Mismatch, mismatch rather between success of an actor and how good an actor he is because he's, he's not a very good actor well yeah his films he, he's a proper a-lister well maybe it's, not so much now but no he's still a proper a-lister now he, he can no. go to he, he can, can go he to, can carry a film now yes but that's not i wouldn't say that's an a list well it depends what he's called define an a-lister well he's an he's an a-lister yeah he could get a table in like a restaurant and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, no, but I mean, he could go to a uh, a show and everyone would turn and, and, and look at him. Yeah, I mean, sorry, I mean like a, a film age. Like a f- yeah, no, you're probably right. I He's a bit... He carry a big film. Yeah, I think age-wise it would be hard pushed for for him to carry like a poor quality film. I mean, if they write the right film, you know, people will flock to it. But I think, mm. uh, yeah, yeah, I think you're probably right there. But I also, yes, I agree, he's not necessarily the most classically trained actor, shall we say. But, and we have discussed this before. Now, I, I like, when he plays Terminator, he's perfect. Like, no one's better than that. Yeah. But his um, his comedy chops, I think, are, are really up there. He's very funny. Are you talking about Kindergarten Cop and Junior? Twins. Uh, uh, twins, sorry. Yeah. I mean, those two films certainly jump out. But even if we're talking things like Total Recall and, well, in fact, many films um, that he's done, he he brings a lot of comedy to it. He always does. <sighs> he True does Lies. Better. He's very funny in True Lies. I would say Stallone is a funnier action hero. I No, I, I disagree with that. I mean, no one pulls off a one-liner like uh, Schwarzenegger. You know, I had to, and he's holding that guy uh, over the um, over the cliff. I think in Commando, there's going to be lots of spoilers in this. I think, <laughs> and he kills him. At, well, lets him go, and then he just the, it walks past past his his lady friend, who, as with all Schwarzenegger films, you forget who the lady friend is, <laughs> and uh, she's like, "What um, did he tell you? Anything?" And he just says, "I had to let him go." Like perfect. Yeah, but he, I mean, Commando, I mean, that is, I'm not sure there's a film with better kill lines in it. Yeah, absolutely. Commando. But he pulls them off brilliantly. 
Well, I mean, the bit of the, and again, spoiler, this happens at the beginning of the film when he kills the guy on the plane. Please leave, and then says to the stewardess, please leave my friend, he's dead tired. Yeah. Uh, we all oh, know what he means. Yeah. We all know what he means. Well, when, when he, uh, let's just, screw it, let's just do commandos. <laughs> stuff. When he, uh, he kills the, the guy that looks a little bit like Freddie Mercury, the bad guy <laughs> at chain, the end, by, uh, yeah. with like a pipe or whatever it is. Bennett. Bennett, that's it, and he goes let off some steam. Ah, Perfect, classic. you know. He's got he's got comedy chops, and like even if you see him in interviews in real life, he is quite a funny guy. I think that's mm. one of the reasons why he is so so successful in everything that he does. Is that he's actually quite a very good, quite good at being quite warm and affable and uh, quite funny. No, but if you look at so his three biggest films, and do correct me if you think I'm wrong. Terminator, Terminator 2, Predator. I wouldn't say he has many laughs in those. Well, Terminator 2, there's definitely a, a few laughs in there, for sure. Like when he tries to smile. Oh, I didn't is like it, that. I mean, I, it, it's not like mm. laugh out loud funny, uh, some of them, but I, I think he's, he's credible in that. Um, and Predator, trying to think of the funny. You ugly son of a bitch. Yeah. That's a good line. It's a, bit, a bit stronger than that, isn't it? You are one ugly mother crusher. Yeah, that's that's yes. true. Yeah. That is true. Um, yeah, I, I I do think he he does pull a funny quite well. He's he's excellent in Twins. And twins is very good. Like Twins or Kindergarten Cop, in my opinion, wouldn't work with any other actor in the world. Twin, well, Twins. Well, with twins, you could say the same thing about Danny DeVito. Yeah, and because it has to be. Danny so I'm a big fan of Danny DeVito, but I actually think Danny DeVito is more replaceable than um, Arnold Schwarzenegger. What we like? Um, well, there's not I... many people that look like Arnold Schwarzenegger that could play that role. That was part of it, but there are a lot of people that maybe can pull off Danny DeVito's. Uh, Stature, uh, mannerism, and stature. Like, yeah. Warwick Davis is what you're thinking. I'm guessing. Well, there's, um, a, few, there's a few people. Uh, I guess few I'm, out there. I'm surprised they haven't remade it. Actually, well, there's there's been like the talk Rock. about um, twin twins triplets. That's what they were going to call it. Oh, okay. Um, kids or something. No, I think still with them. But the rumor is that there's going to be a third brother that was going to be Eddie Murphy. <laughs> Although with the director, what's his name? I, is it Ivan Reitman that directed mm, that yeah, one? Possibly, yeah. Um, unfortunately, he passed away a few years ago, so I think that may have been the end of that project. But I'm not sure. Doesn't uh, usually stop them in Hollywood, to be honest. No, no. I'm just surprised they haven't remade. I mean, you can imagine The Rock being. I could. I, I can imagine The Rock reenacting every single film he's ever done, and all of them mm. not being as good. It just, it just doesn't have the same quality i no, don't know what it would no. be it might even be a higher quality but not having the quality that you need i mean just look i've got a list of his films on the left hand side of my screen here mm. and just to kind of go through like if you talk about purple patch in terms of like one's film career mm. so 1986 he does in fact no let's start with 1985 he does red sonia and then commando and then mm. he does a film called Raw Deal, which is not a bad, like, kind of buddy cop film. And then he does Predator, The Running Man, 
Red Heat, which actually I think is actually the film I was just thinking of. Twins, Total Recall, Kindergarten Cop, Terminator 2, Judgment Day. That's a run. Yeah. And then True Lies got his off that. I mean, because you started with Commando? Commando, so, yes. I could have gone a little bit further back with Terminator. I was going to say, because you missed a bit of a biggie with Terminator. It's true, it's true. I mean, but he had a 10-year a... spell where he's... Yeah, it just, just knocked it out of the park. Um, Interesting and... thing about Twins, it's, oh, yeah. believe it or not, and it is a bit debatable, I think, but it's actually made him the most amount of money from any of his films. Really? Yeah, the reason being is he... He was one of the first actors to go. You're not going. You don't have to pay me. And he told the director Ivan Reitman and Danny DeVita to do the same thing, but mm. they all took a piece of the film. So I'm not saying it's the biggest selling film. It's yeah. the one that's made him the most amount of money. Because uh, he took a load. Of he took a cut, it. and Twins was a huge juggernaut of a film. We may not uh, realize it, but uh, some people are saying it made him about forty million dollars. And that was in yeah. 1988, and according to Tinternet, that's about 100 million dollars in today's money. Because I think that's only a year after, after, only a year after that, Jack Nicholson did the same with Batman, but made like yeah, that was more. a big deal, wasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. He got paid a that. lot of money from being a I think being like the Joker, million. but he did the An same thing. Joke, I, add. I would say controversially, I'd say the best. I preferred him to Heath, Heath Ledger. I think. Uh, Heath Ledger couldn't do what Jack Nicholson did, and Jack Nicholson couldn't do what Heath Ledger did. They were of their time, no. is mm. what I would mm. say. They, 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 Jack Nicholson, I don't think would have fitted in in the um, in the Dark Knight, but I also don't think Heath Ledger would have fitted in those days. No, do you know I went? I went to, to be perfectly frank. I went. I went to the set of the original Batman. Oh, did you? That must have yeah. Been. Not only that. So I, I got to see yeah. like where you know when spoiler alert where the Joker gets killed falls off the building at the end and he's yeah. on the ground. I saw the crater that they made. Not when oh, they really? actually threw Jack Nicholson off because it wasn't real. Yeah, they made yeah. a little crater. <laughs> and uh, I got in. My my dad worked for Marks and Spencer or one of their suppliers at the time. And the reason I got to do it is because they were making clothes for Marks and Spencer. So I got in the M and S magazine. Like, oh really? Wearing a Batman T-shirt. Do you still jumper. have that picture? <laughs> I actually do. I, he's actually within reach. Ah, well, I mean, well, I, I think this might be something you should be uh, tweeting out at 2 g Good content. Good content. Yeah. 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 Oh, I'll stick that up. Stick that up. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so back to the, the magic of Arnie. So I'd, I'd read a while ago that he wasn't the original first choice to play the Terminator in the Terminator. Hmm. So it was meant to be um, OJ. The original Oof, orange that would have uh... taken some a darker, darker turn. Well, it would have taken a. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I think they've gone with the right, the right choice. Dodged a bullet, so to speak. But because yeah. um, originally James Cameron wanted him to play Kyle Reese, and he said, "No, no, no, no. I should play the see robot." It when, when you when you talk about this stuff, you, you just can't see it when it's done. If you know what I mean. But it just no, you can't. You're right. But he's such a bad actor, yet so good as a. Uh, an uh, he was robot. Well, the way I, I have a, a way of seeing um, Arnie films, and so like at the top of the pile are Terminator One and Two, like no questions asked. They are just yeah. at the top; nothing can touch them. And then you have kind of Section Two, which I would say would involve 
Predator, The Running Man, Total Recall. Um, there's lots. There's true maybe lies. True Lies. Come on, and Dave. then I have my. Con- it's a bit like a Family Tree, where it kind of goes slight, same level, but to one side is his comedy films, which I'm going to put con- Kindergarten Cop and Twins. Maybe Last Action Hero as well, because oh, that got a lot of hate. That film. He got paid a lot of money for that one. I've but, never um, seen it. I, I I think it's a fun film. I think it's a fun '90s film. It's basically to give you a very brief synopsis. There's a kid that kind of gets a magic ticket that allows him to go into the film. Mm. And so Arnie is kind of playing himself in the film where this kid like goes in to the film itself. So he's in like, imagine he goes into true lies. And so all the kind of craziness and things like that. And like the, the good guy never gets killed or anything like that. But then something happens that gets Arnie and the bad guy from that film to come into the real world and then how Arnie has to then he just doesn't understand how the real world works because it's all film based but I, I I do think it's a fun film and is he playing Arnold Schwarzenegger no but there is a bit in the film where he goes to a premiere of a, of his film so it all gets a bit strange mm. it all gets a bit messy but basically so he is going undercover to the premiere of his own film that's being released and that's the film that he's left to enter the real world oh i see and arnold schwarzenegger is there as well playing arnold schwarzenegger that's very complicated it is i mean mean, it it works well in the film it's quite funny because i I think he was quite rude as well arnold schwarzenegger didn't 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 portray himself as a nice person which i thought was quite fun too because and that's another film where he's he's got good comedy chops in that because mm, I mean that sounds very complicated. I mean the paradox in Terminator makes my head hurt, but that just sounds yeah. But just watch it. I mean it's not a complicated. It's a kids film. Last Action mm. Hero is a kids film, as far as I'm concerned. Um, but a, a fun one, and it really didn't get very good reviews. But actually, I, th- I think it's over time. You watch it again. It's, it des- it deserves something. Um, there is one glaring omission from the list you just made. Um, what I'm surprised about um, a small little film called Batman and Robin. Batman and Robin. Well, yeah. that's a bit yeah. later. That's ninety-seven. I have yeah. to scroll a little bit for that. <laughs> so, I mean, you know I mean what? it's terrible. Well, see, again, I disagree with that. I put. I don't think it's a great film. It's not. It's not a great film. It's not even. No. I don't think. But with age, it has now turned into a film that I'm, I, I'd be happy to watch it today. No problem. It's a fun, stupid film that you can enjoy. It's not a boring film. It's not uh, like the superhero films nowadays that if you get a boring superhero film, which a lot of them are, it's it's hellish. Where this was just dumb. It was that's the one with the Batman credit card and the nipples mm. on the outside of the suits. It was just yeah. again, I think Schwarzenegger uses his comedy chops in that one too, thinking about oh, it's it. So it's so crap. But he had the last laugh, as Partridge was saying. Yeah, he he made a lot out of that one so as well, didn't he? He had yeah, he had twenty five days of filming. And basically, effectively, ended up getting paid a million dollars a day. Million dollars a day. Got Twenty-five I mean, on, million dollars. On that point, actually, one of another <laughs> one of his films that he made uh, some of the most that he's ever made, Terminator Three, two thousand and three, got thirty million dollars for that, and Ooh. apparently that works out for his screen time 
$4,000 a second. <laughs> that means he's on quite a lot. Money. Yeah, he's on good money there. No, and I mean, also on... probably means he's not on the <clears throat> screen that much. $30 million. Yeah. Go on. Live mathematics as ever. But for, um, $4,000 for every, how, every second. Every second, apparently. So 7,500 seconds. It's 125. No, that can't be right. That means he's on screen for two hours. <laughs> Sounds about right. No, oh, maybe maybe he was. I didn't think he was <clears> in that <throat> film that much. But again, like I very vehemently Terminator One, Terminator Two, and the rest can go in the toilet. There, there hasn't been another Terminator that's good. I didn't actually mind Salvation that much, but people didn't seem to like that one. That was the one with Christian Bale. Uh, but isn't isn't doesn't he only make a tiny appearance in that at the end? And even then, yeah, it's, he's not really CGI. Because he's in yeah, um, he's... Dark Fate, where he's like, there's one where he's like uh, Sarah Connor's adopted father in the future. Oh, what in the latest one? There's two. There's Dark Fate and Genesis, and they're both they're both enjoyable because it's robots blowing things up. And I, I don't think they are they enjoyable. Great. I don't. I they don't think great. they're fun. I would rather watch Batman and Robin than those. No, do me a favour. Genuinely, much prefer it. Batman and Robin is in the the film world of films like Street Fighter um, with Van Damme, the original uh, Mortal Kombat films. They're not great films, but they're good fun now. How dare you? You can really enjoy them now. How dare you? You wash your mouth out, sir. Street Fighter, (laughs) Mortal Kombat, not great films. Yeah, yeah, apologies. So, a fun little fact about Predator um, is uh, the fact that it's it's actually got two governors in that. So, one of them being um, Schwarzenegger himself became the California governor, yep. governor, but also Jesse the Body was his wrestling name Ventura also became the governor of Minnesota, and mm. both of those people are in the WWE Wrestling Hall of Fame. Oh, Schwarzenegger! Yeah, yeah, they're both in there. For what? For like, Schwarzenegger's in the WWE Hall of Fame. He's he's done bits and bobs. They they have like a celebrity. So it's like Snoop Dogg's in there as well. Right, I see. Yeah, so 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 it's like it's not completely serious. (laughs) Well, this is wrestling, so (laughs) kind of the the rules are there. But uh, yeah, so that's that's two governors, both of which are in the WWE Hall of Fame. Oh, and they're both in Running Man as well, weren't they? They were both in Running Man, that is true. Running um, Man, a, a great film, and <clears> a film that I would quite like. I think they are, to be fair, uh, remaking it with, uh, I, I heard, last I heard it was Edgar Wright from hmm. Spaced and Shaun of the Dead director um, doing that. So I'd like to see that, but I'd like to see it to be a bit grittier than the original Running Man. Because I thought was, the Running Man's camp, fairly gritty. It? Yeah. It, yeah, it's quite theatrical, but the operatic... Um, guy um, oh yeah what were they called gladiators or um runners uh no no the runners, runners were the contestants runners were the contestants um i well i would just call him a gladiator i thought he was just, i just didn't really like him he was a bit too much of a comedy uh foil who the opera singer yeah what's his electro there's dynamo electro something dynamo? Yeah, dynamo that's it dynamo that is exactly yeah. it can you remember what the baddie but, was called? Um, Main baddie? What, the... Um, the show, the uh, well, I mean, host. I was going to just say no, but are you talking about the talk show host? 
Killian. Killian, yes. So, I mean, yeah, if they did do the Running Man, I actually think that character is going to be the hardest one to uh, replace because he was perfect. Who the um, the host? The host. He was because he was a you know he was a talk show host. Like, and he was so good at it. There's a, also talking of one liners. Schwarzenegger throws his good old fashioned "I'll be back." One liner, mm. if you remember that, just before he goes down into the game. No, oh, yeah, yeah, and and then Killian. Oh, what a wonderful uh, comeback! He just goes only in a rerun. Ah, oh, oh, classic, classic. Yeah, I mean, I suppose actually thinking about it, that only in a rerun doesn't mean anything to anyone anymore. No, you don't get reruns. You just like watch it online or whatever. You used to get omnibus. Do you remember the EastEnders omnibus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. On a Sunday, yeah. you get like the hour and a Well, you might still get that, to be fair. Sure. No not. idea. Um, the, yeah, um, the people chasing the runners in The Running Man were called The Stalkers. The Stalkers. It's a great film, The Running Man. I, I really do like it. I always thought, and I'm pretty sure okay. I'm wrong, that the... Ugh, I've completely forgotten all the characters from it. But the guy that used that had a uh, chainsaw and I think a motorbike, I always well, thought he was a wrestler. Yeah, one of the stalkers. I always thought he was a, a wrestler. Um, not Bam Bam Bigelow. Um, is it Van Vader? Van... Big, Big Van Vader. Big Van Vader. Yeah, him. I always thought it was him. Uh, um, he, he I guess, doesn't cut in half. Buzzsaw, that's his... Uh, Buzzsaw, That's yeah. the character's name. Um, but no, it's, yeah. not, it's not him. But I always thought it was. I don't know why. Because Vader used to wear a mask <clears> thing, <throat> didn't he? Yeah, he was big. Yeah, big, yeah, big fan of Vader. Good. Uh, he was uh, very um, agile for a big fella. That was kind of his mm, shtick. Mm. A lot of wrestlers are, though, aren't they? Uh, well, I mean, some more than others. Mm. But I mean, that's that's certainly for another podcast. I mean, that's for, reviewing uh, wrestling or WrestleMania <laughs> or something like that. Or, I mean, please put that in the cup. Two G One C Pod, and we will people. be all over that. I tell you that right now. I can't wait just to do the research. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know he uh, he ad libbed his favorite his uh, favorite his famous phrase? I'll be back. Originally oh really? Well, be, for, uh, for the original Terminator? Yeah, originally it was meant to be I will come back. Ah, was it to do with like his uh, language not being great? I don't think just... so. I think he just got must have just thought it sounded cooler, which it does. Yeah, well, I mean, clearly he's he's made yeah. a career out of it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, like uh, the discussions of the Terminator and the, or Terminator Two, which is your favourite? I mean, I always kind of veer on the side of the Terminator because I just I love that, and it's so much darker. But this is not to take away from Terminator Two because that is also an absolutely that's a wonderful action film, and some of the action pieces yeah. in that. Oh, what an opening that film has when they're um, going through that. What would it be in like Venice Beach? The kind of water, the empty like, water tunnels, viaduct, the thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, that that motorbike scene with the lorry. Oh, oh amazing! That's an absolute. Oh, it's it's a fantastic piece of work that with uh, Guns and Roses going on in the background. It's um, it's very iconic actually. That for that time, like no, early nineties. I remember that was the big thing. Like, oh, yeah. People wanted, people got Sky TV for Sky Movies so they could watch Terminator mm. 2 and probably Home Alone as well. They were like the yeah. big films at the time. 
and that that scene yeah because yeah, it's it's so good i mean it's you know that scene has been like if you've ever played like a grand theft auto game they like to reenact mm. that kind of stuff it's just mm. so fun so so fun but yeah i still think the terminator is a better film i just i just love the original i mean it is a superb i think i prefer the terminator 2 but they're both magnificent films which yeah are quite fancy they, they really are. um yeah do you know which his favorite film is Oh, I don't. I haven't found that information. What's, is it his favorite ever film or favorite film? A that favorite. He has done? Yeah, favorite one of his. Um, I'll put you out of your misery. Go on. It is Kindergarten Cop, which I find surprising. Is that right? Yeah. It's a fun film. It really is a fun film. I've not seen it for a while, but when you've got a back catalogue that includes Predator, and may I say Predator, is one of my favourite films. Yeah, Predator's is a fantastic just, film. Mostly because the first time I saw it, I didn't really know what it was about. And it's it's like two different films. Because like, it starts yeah. off with the whole getting the... Army hostages. stuff, doing stuff, yeah. And you don't... I, I had no idea it was going to go the way it went. Oh, what a film. Just yeah, that's, I mean, I'm jealous of people that say, oh, I haven't seen dot, dot, dot film. So, for mm. example, Terminator 2 is a very good example of this. I wish I could watch Terminator 2 again without knowing anything about Terminator 2 because you take it for granted that the twist of the fact that you've waited, what, 10 years or so? Seven. Seven years from Mm. Terminator 1 thinking this is the bad guy. He is just the, the epitome of evil, this thing that never stops to kill you. And even in the beginning of Terminator 2, you don't even you don't know if he's good or bad. He's not doing good things. And it's only really, um, well, it's when he first meets um, <clears throat> the kid who I've now, again, completely forgetting all the names. Um, John Connor. Yeah, Connor, Furlong's yeah. character. Yeah. Um, you realise he's actually a good guy. And imagine him sitting there in the cinema not knowing that. That would have been an immense thing. I wonder if the trailers at the time, I presume the trailers at the time never gave anything away then. Or did they show, how did they show the T-1000? Well, because you just show, you don't have to show any story. Just show him blowing stuff up. Um, Actually, I guess you'd think he's the goodie because he's wearing a police uniform and stuff as well. Yeah, that's a very good point. Yeah, that's that's a very good point. But um, I think I have seen a couple of trailers for Terminator 2. And I don't think... I think there might be one that I've seen that does give stuff away, but I believe because it was such a big deal that there was going to be a Terminator two that I think they spent a lot of money on a particular, just making a, um, like a short for like, it's not really a trailer, just literally a short. And I think all it was, was the, uh, the, it's a fantastic theme tune and kind of should have been shouted out in our previous episodes Mm. of uh, theme tunes. Um, but it's just the kind of the robot skeleton mm. just getting closer to the screen, and that's that's the whole I, that's the whole trailer. Good. And I'm I'm big on trailers like that because I think mm. you watch a trailer in the cinema now; it's like two and a half minutes, and you don't need to watch the film. I know it makes you sound like old saying that kind of thing, but you they they just give away too much. And I love a trailer yeah, no, that but... gives away very very little. Yeah, nowadays. Yeah, but having said that, a lot of the Marvel ones do, I think a lot of the superhero ones in general, try a bit of misdirection. I mean, I guess, but 
as I'm sure so, everyone's learning now, I'm just I've fallen off the. Uh, <laughs> but the because train people, from films. people pour over the trailers looking for what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, they yeah they really nerd out on it. And um, fair play to them. Yeah, so they they miss miss their act. But one speaking of trailers, one thing that is worth mentioning, and we can put a link up to it because uh, you sent it round the other day on a WhatsApp group, was that guy watching the trailer for the last Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> I've never seen it. I mean, he's, I feel like he's sort of my brother from another mother. He's basically he's very emotional. He was quite excited, wasn't he? But you don't, the, the problem is with the internet, you don't know what's real and what isn't. Like, there's so many videos I watch now. Yeah. I just think straight away they're fake. Even if it's like on a plane shouting at people, I think mm. a lot of that is faked. Just there's a lot of money in it, I guess. I don't think this guy was. Faking. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I hope not. It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, maybe we'll try and put that in the um, in the description. Actually, one thing I am going to put in the description is um, there's a bit from a, a comedian, stand-up comedian, Bill Burr, if you've heard of him, a really excellent comedian, very, very funny. And this bit is quite old, but if you want a, a comedian summary of Arnold Schwarzenegger kind of career up to about maybe 10 years ago now, I'll I'll post it on the um, in the description, and just have a little watch because it's very funny and it really does sum up how Arnold Schwarzenegger how successful he actually was. It's quite shocking when you think about it. What man that's come from Austria killed yeah. it in terms of uh, bodybuilding, became the best bodybuilder, and then became the biggest actor on the planet. Like there's no in terms of um, generating ticket sales, there's not many that could touch him. Harrison Ford, probably, that's about it. Yeah, I mean, it's but there's not many. You know, Stallone probably would have been up there around those kind of years. Mm. Um, but again, just not many superstars like that. No, 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 no. Um, but did you know, here's another fun Arnie fact, he dies in only five of his films. Oh, is that right? Yeah, four of which are Terminator films. Okay. Uh, and End of Days. And that's it. That's it. It was remarkable. Well, I mean, I suppose you could probably say that about a lot of these, like The Rock. How many times has he died in his films? It can't be many. Yeah, it's fair. You yeah, know, they're the uh, they're the heroes. I mean, one like he definitely went went on a bit of a nice guy kick. I guess it was maybe a little bit before he got into politics. I remember being a bit upset. There was a Super Nintendo game for not Last Action Hero, sorry, for True Lies. And um, he ref- he basically said you can't make that game if you put guns in it. So there's no guns in the in the I, game really? True Lies, which is That's bizarre. Cool. If anyone's seen True Lies, it mm. really needs to be guns in it. <laughs> so I think it's yeah. a lot of fist fighting. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah, I mean, there's a few films of his that are hugely famous. But I'm pretty sure I've either not seen or just been so long that I can't remember. So Conan the Barbarian is definitely one I'd, I'd say. And the only thing, and I, you know, 2G1C pod, let me know which film this is from. But the only kind of thing I remember is him standing next to a camel. He says something, the camel kind of snorts as if he's uh, arguing with Arnie and Arnie punches it in the face <laughs> and, knocks, <laughs> and knocks the camel out. I'm pretty sure that's uh, Conan the Barbarian. So, yeah, <laughs> that, that left an impression on me, I guess. Um, and I've never seen either Conan. There's the Barbarian and the Destroyer. And I think Red Sonja, is that not 
part of the Conan the Barbarian universe? Or maybe not. No, Red Sonja is like in, in like Moscow, isn't it? It's about the Russians, I think. Um, I, you might be right. Again, it's another... No, I don't think it's in Russia. It's. It looks like it's kind of um, getting off on the... It looks um, set in the same world of Conan the Barbarian, although it's not Conan the Barbarian. Lots of swords, I can see. Hey, what am I thinking of? You're thinking of um, Red Heat. Red Heat. That was um, yeah. Stallone, wasn't it? No, um, that's um, with Belushi, the surviving brother. Uh, that basically he played James Belushi. That's it. Um, he Schwarzenegger plays. A, oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. He plays a cop from Russia um, with an Austrian accent. And, you know, <laughs> we didn't know in those days. Um, that kind of follows the rules very strictly. And James Belushi is this. I guess he's probably a New York cop that doesn't follow the rules that strictly. Uh, so, um, speaking so. of accents. And I always find this sort of thing fascinating. So when his films are dubbed into German, he doesn't do the the voiceover. So it's done by a guy, or certainly was done by a guy called um, Thomas Danneberg, if I can read my own handwriting. And the reason for that is because apparently Schwarzenegger's got a very thick rural Austrian accent. So, and obviously, certainly you and I as non-German speakers, we just hear German as German. Oh, that person yeah. speaking. But I guess that to us would be like dubbing over a James Bond film with someone like from the West Country. Yeah. Right? In W seven. Like it just wouldn't <laughs> work. You just can't you just can't imagine. Takes you out of it. Yeah, I just I, I've always struggled with other accents. I've never seen the whole of this film, but have you ever seen Hercules in New York, which was his first no, film? That's his first one, wasn't it? No. He's entirely dubbed. So it's oh, not his voice at all. Is it not? And I, I, if you just watch some of it, it's it, it, it just looks very funny. Seeing it, like this got an English accent, uh, American accent. Yeah, I think he does. I think they might have like foreignized it a little bit, but it just does not look like it comes from him. That's for sure. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I mean that that was his first uh, first dip in the acting water, and obviously uh, he quite enjoyed it. So uh, you know, yeah. and and uh, I'm glad he did, to be honest, because yeah, there mm. are some great films. I mean, Total Recall. You got the three oh. boobies that everyone oh. uh, everyone's yeah. a big fan of, I suppose. And also the, <laughs> I mean, Total Recall was absolutely classic, where their eyeballs are popping out, or the um, the little monster. Um, okay. What does he say? Oh, he says such a funny line. Mind. Yeah, that's open your mind crazy, over crazy. and over and over yeah. again. It's so it's stupid. Just, if you watch it now, like it's quite hard for that to hold up. Yeah, what <laughs> a what film. Film. Yeah, Benny. Yeah, oh, yeah, just a brilliant, brilliant film. Yeah, I mean um, they're, they're so funny. But Last Action Hero, I hugely recommend. True Lies is a brilliant action film. True Lies. I don't think I appreciated it at the time. No, likewise. I'm surprised surprised there's no sequel. Uh, I mean, I'm glad that there isn't because I I just don't think it would have been very good. I think it's uh, it's great. Yeah, but, you know, these things, they get... They, uh, yeah, they drag drag things down. It's got to be said. But, uh, yeah, I mean, his... I mean, I've never... You know what? I've never watched any of the Expendable films. I Not... have. They're, they're entertaining. I mean, 
they're, yeah. they're good background films because you don't need to follow really what's going on. It's just yeah, it's just explosions, loads of stuff going bang. And you know, if I look at the first one, I've got it here: Stallone, uh, Schwarzenegger, Bruce Willis, Jason Statham. Yeah, it's amazing. Cool. I mean, the casts are um, unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable casts. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how they make money because the, to spend that money on the uh, that kind of a cast must be a next level. Yeah, it's got to yeah, be yeah. set. But but no, I think it's. I think we've hit that time where it's uh, time to to rank a Schwarzenegger film, basically. Wow. I mean, so I'm looking. So on IMDb, I've got a. I think it's a person's random top 20 Schwarzenegger films. And if I look at the top mm. six, so top six in order, Terminator 2, Terminator Predator, Total Recall, Running Man, True Lies. I mean, that is a strong, and you haven't even got yeah, Kamala in there. It's an amazing list. So, but, I, but mm. there is a but. You've got to think of the but. <laughs> and the but, I'm afraid, is going to have but. to be things like, well, for you, I guess, Batman and Robin. I, I Jingle All The Way is another film I've not seen. Some people really like that now. But I didn't think much of a razor, six-day collateral damage, all the other Terminators around the world in 80 days. These are not great films. You know, no. if you look at the more recent stuff, you've got to take that into account. Does that take away from yes. his films, though? Yeah, it does. It Well, it doesn't take away specifically if you're going to sit down and watch a film, you still enjoy it. But if you're ranking, which we are, if we're rating, uh, reviewing his body of films, you've got to take those into account, I'm afraid. That's the thing. Otherwise, if we're talking from, let's say, The Terminator in 1984 to call it True Lies in 1994, so that just that 10-year period, mm. I mean, you're looking at a nine and a half. If you're just go, if you're just going through that that kind of ten year period, it's a nine and a half. Mm. But mm. there's other films that drag it down. I'm afraid. <sighs> yeah, if we're looking at a career, but I can't think of many actors or actresses who, over the span of their career, would go. Absolutely, mm, it's, it's, but, it's tough. I mean, there there might be certain actors. Daniel Day Lewis rarely does a bad one. Yeah, but. His best films aren't as good as Schwarzenegger's best films. Uh, I mean, it depends on what type of film one likes. I think, <laughs> I think well, that, it's all, and it's all subjective anyway. Yeah, exactly. Of course, but okay. So we need to give it a rating. Go on, yeah. you can go first this time. Um, it is a hard one because I do love his films, and but there are films there which I just, I just think aren't so great, aren't so strong, but. Because the ones I love are strong, I'm going to give it an eight and a half. I think eight and a half, very strong, takes into account other Terminators. Like that drags things down in a mighty mm. way. Just the slap in the face and destroying my childhood by making more and more poor Terminator films. But yeah, eight and a half I'm going to go for. So I'm going to go the same actually. Eight and a half, wow. Yeah, and the reason being, if I look through his best films, all of those films I would be delighted if I was just flicking through the channel. It's not that really. Oh, yeah. And one of them was on, I'd stop and watch it. Yeah. And he's probably got more than most 
other actors or actresses that I would do that for. Mm. I can, I can, maybe someone like Robert De Niro or Harrison. Yeah, Ford but I mean, Robert De Niro, but... he probably even more so has uh, ruined his kind of back catalogue with. Yeah. He's done a lot the of last tripe. like twenty years, there's yeah. loads of crap. So, so it's a strong showing. That is a strong yeah. showing. Eight and a yeah, half. eight and a half. It's a very, it's a very good score. I think a, a de- deserving score. But uh, mm. of course, let us know at two G one C Pod where we've gone wrong or where we've gone right. Spread the word. Let everyone know about this pod. And of course, as we tell you, five star reviews. If you write one, we'll read one. That's no problem. But on to the next part, which uh, Dan has this covered. Let's yes. go for it. Yeah, so we're going old school again. We're going old school top 10. And it's, well, I'll leave it. Well, there's two parts to this. One is we both give this top 10. So it's a music chart, UK singles mm-hmm. chart. We are both going to give it a rating out of 10 based on yep. if we were stuck on a desert island, how happy would you be if this was all you could ever listen to? I think we should get rid of the stuck on the desert island. I think long journey that's the only thing you've got i think that's the better way of looking at it does it matter yeah it does to me because when um, when i'm on a on a car journey say it's a five hour car journey long long hmm. car journey so you that's all you've got you're gonna have to go repeat what desert if you're stuck in the, what if you're stuck on a desert island for five hours so you crash landed but actually no, because I, I like to listen to music as i drive there's an island no. you do, do other stuff. There's nothing you can do when you're driving. No, you but it's during drive. the day. You've got to stay out the sun. Yeah, but you stay out the sun and you, you weave your tent roof. I wouldn't know how. That's, that worries me, actually, about getting stuck somewhere like Desert Island. I wouldn't know what Oh, I have no worries. I have 100% sure I'd be able to make fire, hunt, <laughs> defecate in the correct places. Yeah. <laughs> I... I um, I was a scout for a, a month or two, so I think I've got it. Oh, so you know. I've also read the uh, the book on um, surviving a zombie apocalypse by um, that famous comedian son, who I've again I'm forgetting uh, forgetting everything. The guy that did Young Frankenstein, Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder, his, not yeah. Gene Wilder, the uh, director. Oh, Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks, his son hmm. uh, wrote. Um, well, he wrote like World War Z. Oh, did they? Yeah, yeah, and uh, he has a survival guide, which I've read from, uh, for, yeah, the entire survival guide, which is quite good, so yeah. I'm definitely going to be fine. What's the, what's the top tip? Get away from people. During a, oops, during a zombie apocalypse? Yeah, get away from people. Don't go to the hospital. Because it'd just be full of zombies. That's where everyone's going to go. I always see. Get out of town. Hmm. See? Real uh, world yeah. advice on this pod, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could have saved someone's life there. Yeah, well, there we go. Hopefully, thousands. I all mean, our podders. Be a nightmare. Yeah, yeah. Traffic is a problem, but you know, set off early in the morning. So yeah, get some good time. So we have a superb top ten. Um, okay. And I won't go. I won't. I was going to give you some. Um, uh. I'll give you a couple of outside, outside the top, top ten. Yeah, some some notable entrants. Um, number twenty-two, we have a song by Vanilla Ice. Ice Ice Baby. Guess? No satisfaction. Ah, oh, never heard that... of it. No, it must be the. Uh, they... He did a turtles up. song, didn't he? 
T-U-R-T. Uh, no, no, uh, he did. T-U-R-T no, it wasn't that was one. Partners in crime. No, that was Partners in Crime. He did, I think yeah, he, he did, like, the did the second or third one or something like that. Yeah. He was huge. I mean, I don't understand how he was so big with one song because it really was. I couldn't name you any other songs. No, he was massive, Rob Van Winkle. But um, yeah. didn't he also completely deny that he was ripping off Under Pressure? Yeah, yeah. There was a, a court <laughs> case which he duly failed. <laughs> yeah, unsurprisingly lost. Yeah. Um, so I won't go through. There aren't any actually that. Uh, I Want to Sex You Up by Color Me Bad. That's a good song. Um, What remember it or want to? Anyway, never mind. Um, So, I will skip to the top ten. So, there's. I have to be honest. There's one song in this top ten that I'm not overly overly familiar with, and I listened back to it and still wasn't. Remarkably, I just had no recollection of it. But I know most of the other songs in the whole top seventy-five that I've got here, and certainly all these ones in the top ten. So, number ten. It's Summertime by DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. That's a good song. That's a decent Will Smith song. Yeah, Fun. It's, it's entry yeah, level. It's got a good atmosphere to it. I'm surprised it got yeah. hit so high, actually, top 10. Uh, yeah, peaked at 10. This was its third week. Um, oh, so sorry, that's the other part, is that whilst we're both going to rank this, being on a desert island stroke long journey, Joe's also got to guess the year. Guess the year. Yeah, well, ideally, if you can guess the month as well, but we're settled for the year. Um, so we're starting with Summertime. And number nine, we have one of the best intros to a song. It's Enter Sandman by Metallica. Oh, that's a powerful song, that one. Yeah, I didn't actually think it would get that high in the UK. I mean, um, like, metal was a movement. It really was a movement, and they're part of the big four. So, Yeah, but it's yeah. very out of touch with the rest of the top ten. All yeah, say. I mean, so that maybe that's why, maybe that's song why. as well. Like, you listen to that song and you can see why people that aren't just into metal like that song. Well, it's the intro, isn't it? The yeah. The intro is absolutely brilliant. They do it and apparently... the chorus is good as well. They do so the intro. A pretty... a lot of Amer... They do it as a running song to lots of American football. Yeah, of course. I mean, it's, it, but it just well. gets you pumped up, doesn't it? Yeah. Very, very good song. Um, speaking of getting pumped up, number eight, Now That We Found Love by Heavy D and the Boys. And boys oh, that's a good song. Head. I like the boys. Yep. Heavy D's all right, but he's nothing compared to his boys. I'm not sure he's in. Yeah. He's still with us? Heavy D? Yeah. I'm going to guess no. Heavy. Often when they're named like something big, it means that they're festively plump and so therefore may have uh, issues uh, health-wise. Let's have a very... Uh, and you are absolutely right. So, oh, blimey, he died 13... 13- well... Just over 12 years ago, November the 8th, uh, 2011. Oh, well, hopefully um, the boys gave him a good send-off. I good song, so. though. That is a good song. Yeah. I mean, do you know what his real name was? Probably Dennis. Not, I guess. Dwight. Dwight. Dwight Arrington Dennis. Myers. Oh. Um, I can see why he went with Heavy D. Yeah, it's a shame, though. I mean, I wonder what he called himself if he wasn't big. Just D? Dwight. Well, if he wasn't big, little little D, little Dwight. Average D, average D, normal Slight D. Slight Dwight. <laughs> Slight Dwight. <laughs> Slight Dwight and the boys. Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> would work. Um, number seven. Uh, this is a song I, even listening back to, it, I didn't know it. It's "Winter in July" by Bomb the Bass. 
Now, Bomb that... the Bass makes it sound as though it's going to be quite a heavy song, but it's actually not. No. It's a bit of a sort of, it's not a slow song, but a bit ballady and yeah, not what I expected. But I just didn't recognise it. At I, all. I can't. I I can't think of what the song that is. I must admit. No, it's not vintage. Um, now number six. I love this song, and we've actually already mentioned them. That's why I mentioned them before. All for Love by Colour Me Bad. All for Love. Yeah. You're gonna have to listen to it. It's an absolute banger. So I yeah. Want to Six You Up was their big breakthrough song. Yeah. I can't think of that song at all. <clears throat> it's oh, it was it was glorious. So it makes me think different. of a um every single name I'm trying to think of just leaves my head. The um who's the guy that did Prince of Thieves? Brian Adams. Brian Adams. I'm sure he did a song that was like Yeah, it was actually from a film as well. It was from um the All for One. Oh, know, that's uh, a great song with Sting and Rod Stewart. Yeah, it was for yeah. the uh Three Musketeers. Um, the Three Musketeers, that's it. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, all. That's, that's all I can think of in my head. Is uh, that was called All for Love. Um, yeah, I'm not too far off. Um, I'm trying to get Colour Me Bad um, on. Not as on, as in to join us on the pod. If you could get them on the pod, I'd be very happy. Can you imagine? I can't, be believe, I can't imagine they're a going concern anymore. Um, well, I mean, but let me just let's see if I can Maybe that will make them more likely to come on. I can hear that. I don't really recognise it, but it's not. Uh, the sound isn't coming through great, which uh, is probably a good thing. So we don't don't get demonetised. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, we don't we don't yeah. we don't have a lawsuit by colour me, yeah. me bad. Um, number five, uh, set adrift on memory bliss by another big boy, PM Dawn. I don't know this one at all. You don't. Oh my god, you do. Set adrift. I'm not going to set adrift. Set adrift on memory bliss. No, don't know this. Or I can't think of it. Set adrift on memory bliss. Hang on, here we go. Hang on. I mean, oh, I do recognise that. Yeah. Come on, PM, say it. He's about to do his bit. Yeah, I feel like if you played that song to me, just what you played me, I'd probably say it was Seal. Really? I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know why. Oh. Just made me think of Seal straight away. I, I guess, I suppose he's got a similar sort of voice. Yeah. Well, onwards and upwards. Onwards and upwards. So no, not Seal. Uh, PM, I don't know what PM, hang on, I have to look, I'll look it up after. Um, actually, I'll look it up now. PM Dawn, let's see what his real name was. Uh, Peter. PM. Um, his real name. Uh, oh, PM Dawn was an American. Hi- oh, it wasn't. It wasn't a person. PM Dawn was an American hip hop and R and B act that formed in 1988 by the bro- brothers Atril Cordes and Jarrett Cordes. Oh, huh. I always thought it was a single, single chap. Evidently, yeah. Oh, there you go. Oh, I've learned something today. Um. Number four, I didn't like this. This isn't my cup of tea, but Move Any Mountain by The Shaman. Uh, I mean, I don't know many of his so- The Shaman songs. Um, obviously, The Easy Good, good as the uh, 
the his most famous. Yeah, I remember Ebenezer. seeing a, a clip of them singing it on like Monday Night Football on Sky, and it was just before, like I think it was at Highbury, and for some reason or other, they had them on the pitch singing it. Oh, really? And obviously, I don't know why they had it because the lyrics obviously heavy drug references. Yeah. So you got them too. shouting to like fifty thousand people, "Ease a good, ease a good." <laughs> yeah. Um, well, that got was... to number one. That one. It Jerry, did. Uh, yeah, yeah. So Jerry yeah. Sadowitz, the comedian, was in the uh, uh, music video. Yes, with the eyes. I think so. Yeah. But like, so, this yeah. was what the nineties. So like, everyone did kind of do e. Okay, you're narrowing it down now. Narrowing yeah, it down. No, I'm I'm well narrowing it down to the nineties. You're comfortable. You're comfortable with the nineties. I'm, I'm. I don't think I'm going to get the year exactly. I'll be very lucky, but um, it's definitely. I'm thinking early nineties. Okay. Okay. We've got a top. We're into the top three now, and it's a very, very strong top three. Mm-hmm. At number three, more than words by Extreme. Oh, that's a song. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that was the that. This was the time where all these rock bands that were quite heavy always had to have a ballad. Yeah, it's probably a couple. Well, actually, okay, I'm going to say it. I don't want to spoil it. A couple of years before Bon Jovi cracked out a bit of Always. Yeah, but there's loads um, of them. Is it Kansas with uh, Dust in the Wind? Yeah. That's, that's a great song. And Def Leppard um, when Love and Hate Collide. Mr. Big. Um, oh, to be with you. I'm the one who wants to that one. To be that's with a, you. Yeah, great to be song. with you. That's a good song. I don't and know they, any other just... songs, though. Hmm? I don't know any other Mr. Big songs. That's the only one I know. No, you don't need to. You just got the ballads. Just go with the ballads. They're all quite like extreme. Had like didn't sound like that song, more than words. No, they, no, no. They had a much heavier sound. They were what what was probably described at the time as hair rock. Yeah, so it's like heavy metal in inverted commas, but they all had long yeah. hair. So, but you just like, you got to have the ballad. You they all had to have the ballad. I suppose a bit worked, November rain. November rain. Yeah, by yeah, Guns exactly. Roses as well. Oh, yeah, absolutely. God. Although I'd say I would put November Rain slightly differently to the others because it, it's no, not it's so ballad. love ballady. It is a ballad. Oh, no, it's, it's, it's literally a ballad about. No, but it's not an acoustic guitar at a party thing. You just can't really play that. Where the other guys, you play mm. that song, acoustic guitar at a party, and you're going to have a good night. Well, <laughs> a good night. Well, that's, Singing that's more than words works. by extreme. Yeah. Oh, I guarantee you. If you go to a party back in the day, around that time, someone cracks open the guitar and they sing that, they're in for a good evening. I mean, I was going to say, oh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure I wanted to go to the same party as you did and then realised, actually, I went to exactly the same party as you did. So, uh, yeah, you went to all the yeah. same parties. <laughs> all the same parties and all those uh, acoustic guitars. <laughs> yeah. So, the, yeah, the crazy night. The had. craziest. So moving on to number two. So we've gone for more than words and like hair rock. Um, and we're now going to take it to mm-hmm. the other extreme, which I guess is bald pop. Um, and it's I'm Too Sexy by Right Said Fred. Oh, was that their that? first song? What? Of course it was. <laughs> <laughs> well, they've got songs. They've got more than one. They've they've done a few. They did. Deeply Dippy, Deeply Don't Talk Dippy, Just Kiss. Don't Talk Just Kiss. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Clearly we're on the same wavelength. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, this was their this I mean, was their break. The last, I mean, <clears throat> D, um, Right Said Fred, they've become a bit... 
com- commentating on politics, you know, the, as a lot of people do on Twitter. And the last thing I saw of them, this is a good few years ago, I don't know, tweets pop up or... Um, and it was them filming uh, someone defecating outside Tesco and then walking off. And I just thought, what a world <sighs> to be alive. I'm watching this video that has been sent by Right Said Fred. And I'm almost certain I did forward this to you. This was quite a while ago. Yeah, Whenever I see but... a defecation video, you tend to also get it very quickly. But yeah, that, that, that does ring a bell. I'm not, it's, not, yeah. it's not something I forget easily. It's what a time to be alive. <laughs> I, I'm I'm watching something that... You know, years ago, Right Said Fred would have just recorded and sent to their mates. But now I get to kind of be a part of that. I get to share it with the world. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fun fact about um, I'm Too Sexy is it recently, or relatively recently, a few years ago now, um, got credited on a Taylor Swift song. Oh, is that right? Uh, they've actually written more than what you realise. I think they've been involved oh, in really? writing a Beyonce song as well. Right Said Fred, really? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, maybe they're talented writers. I mean, the fact is, is they did write some massive hits. I mean, I'm Too Sexy was huge. Huge. Um, they were big bands. Was the, the album it came from, which I believe was called Up, was one of the first albums I ever bought by. I bought it as a, a knockoff tape album from Camden, I think it was. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, oh, well, I think you should buy the CD now and give them the money, or download just, it on iTunes. I just, I just, I just put it on a loop on Spotify. <laughs> um, doesn't look like it ever got to number two, actually. Uh, sorry, it's number one. Looks like it got stuck. Did it not? Two. No, apparently not. Huh. Well, I thought it was. I'm looking at this. One. This is its fourth week in the charts, and it peaked at two. And huh. actually, no, I can confidently say it didn't because we get to number one. Now, this song peaked at number one. This is its eighth week at number one. It's about halfway. Week. Yeah, it's about halfway. Is it? Is it wet, wet, wet? No. <sighs> Come on, the other no, one. You're... You're, you've what, already mentioned Brian. Yeah. Brian Adams. Oh, it's yeah. just right in there. Everything I do. Oof, I, do it for I mean, you. I remember because that song was number one for so long. They just gave up showing the video, and it was just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah still, it's still number one. Next. But what? But, point. but if you think about it now, that's mad that they didn't bother showing it because it was only once a week on top of the pops. It's not like now where you can just watch it whenever you want on YouTube. Who gets bored of watching it once a week? I suppose it was it's on the, the radio same song the every time. week. You, you're watching top of the pops for different songs. You don't want the same one. So it, it makes perfect sense because everyone knows it. Everyone's seen it. So it allows them to have another like live act or, or another exclusive video or something like that. Mm. I mean, I, I it was a number it. one for I think, I think yeah, it? and uh, never to be beaten. That will never no. be beaten. I'm no, certain no, not. not not nowadays. Certainly not. Wait, I wait, mean, wait, forget downloads. Certainly not in sales. No, it didn't. But it went a long, long way. But didn't they pull it anyway? I think they. No, I've heard twice. that rumor, but I don't think either of them got pulled. It's just like, why would you do that? Oh, just no. keep raking in the money. Keep taking the Yankee dollar. Yeah, although although Love Is All Around was a cover, so I'm sure they did got a few quid out of it, but the bulk would have gone to whoever wrote it. Yeah, but like you know, their their careers just would have exploded after that one. I think Mm. he he became like a judge on one of these music shows. Who, Marty Pillow? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm almost certain I saw him pop up once as a a judge or a mentor or whatever these things are. Oh, right. I mean, we had a few decent songs. I think they were they were big. No, sorry, I don't think they were big. 
before mm. love is all around. You're wishing well. Is uh, that's them, good night, girl? It? Good night, girl. Yeah, great, great song. That's a very good now. song. Yeah, mm. all about the love. So, in terms of year, I'm torn between '91 and '93. Um, I'm going to go with '93. Ninety-one. <laughs> ah, <laughs> no, very oh, close. Um, um, and and can I say July for a month? If I'm going to go for a month, August. August. That's not bad. I mean, it's. Yep. I'm going off summertime. To be honest, the uh... good shout, good shout. So this is specifically from the eleventh to seventeenth of August. This chart. Now, the reason I picked mm. this is specifically because of the sixteenth of August, nineteen ninety-one. Do you have, take a guess? Do you, I can't even speak English. Do you want to take a guess at why? It's it's linked. It's not just a random date. It's quite, I mean... You, is it linked to Schwarzenegger? It is linked to Schwarzenegger. And what is the date? August the... Don't, I can, don't start August typing away. 16th. Don't start I'm Googling. just having a look at when filmed. <laughs> 16th, 16th August. of August to do with Schwarzenegger. It would take me too long to write Schwarzenegger, if I'm perfectly honest. I tend to copy and paste it, um, if needs be. Um, 16th of August. I mean, is that when Terminator came out? No. It's when Terminator 2 came out. Oh, you were so close. Give me some more, otherwise. It's when Terminator 2 came out. Uh, you were close. Well, yeah. No cigar. Good guess, but... Well, yeah. that's not too bad. What a yeah. fun game! Well, it's right? a fun game. Good link. Yeah. So, well, let's let's have a little rundown of the last so, of, of those ten, just as a reminder. So yeah, so ten summertime DJ Jazzy De- Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince, nine Enter Sandman by Metallica, eight Now That We Found Love by Heavy D and the Boys. What do we call him? Average D and the Boys. Uh, seven Winter in July by Bomb the Bass. Six Awful Love by Color Me Bad. Five Set Adrift on Memory Bliss by Pian Door. Four, Move Any Mountain by Shaman. Three, More Than Words by Extreme. Two, I'm Too Sexy by Right Said Fred. And at number one, Everything I Do, I Do It For You by Brian Adams. Nope. Oh, look at that, a bit of extreme in the background. Yeah, I actually, because you can um, continue to play it on here. That's good. <laughs> um, I am going to give that, I think, I'm going to give it a seven and a half. Seven and a half. Are you out of yeah, your I mind? Yeah, I think it's good. I, th- I do think it's very good. But I don't, again, stuck on a journey having to listen to that <clears> Brian <throat> Adams song over and over again. That's a bit of a. No, you got the whole top 10 to listen to. Yeah, it's true. But you get to the Brian Adams one each time. And that will wow. really great, um, drag on me. <laughs> but it's good. Like. Seven and a half's good. I, th- I just, th- I do think you're too generous with the, how you vote. Do you know what's better than seven and a half? What? Nine. Nine. Mm. That's more than what you gave toilet. This is, this is, <laughs> this is ticking so many boxes. I mean, the week is up winter in July because I don't know it, and move any mountain by the shaman isn't really my sort of thing. But yeah, it's not. Mean, it's not bad though that one. I'm, I'm in for the others. Yeah. Yeah, I mean um, it's good, but it's not better than a toilet. That's so true. I mean, I think we're going to have to. I, I, I think we need to revisit the toilet one day, and you get to <laughs> change your uh, review because I just yeah, think 
your review, I think by your own admittance, you know, that was too low. Yeah, I mean, if if we suddenly did an emergency pod when I'm desperate for the toilet, yeah, then I'm giving it whatever you told me to give it. Yeah, give it ten. <laughs> um, well, <laughs> well, emergency pod problem. coming up then. Yeah, it will only last five minutes. <laughs> All right, so well, that's the pod, everyone. So mm. don't forget two G one C pod. Let us know your thoughts, what you want us to review, or anything else. Spread the word. Five star reviews get read out, and we will see you all next time. Take care. Cheerio. It's the two guys one cup podcast. It's the two guys one cup podcast. It's the two guys.